1: Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand.
2: Back in the day, while Gretzky did put up with some harassment, overall, you didn't touch Wayne because you would then have to deal with Dave Semenkula and Marty McSorting. That's just not the way the game is played anymore. I'm not an NHL coach. I don't watch enough Leafs games. It just, to me, comes across as a lot of whining that if you do complain, it's going to go one of two ways. The Refs are either going to listen, maybe he's right, and get the calls, or they're going to ram it even more for the sun don't shine.
1: This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, It
2: is. Hello, everybody. Hello, Canada, Canadian sports fans here in the United States. Welcome to the RP Show. It's your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show and the only live daytime sports entertainment talk show. Therefore, we are your favorite. Very big day today. Our good friends Peter Labardius, Calgary Flames radio broadcaster, and Jim Lang, Canada's foremost NFL expert, will be joining us throughout the next two hours for a lot of fun and sports frivolity. We welcome in the Moose Darren Dupont today. Uh, Does he have a bunny hug on? He does. Very popular, uh, Moose. I opened up the text line today, the 902 line this morning, and they're all raving about that bunny hug you were wearing yesterday. (laughs) That one you got on today, as I recall, extremely
3: thick and warm. Are you having a cold day in
2: the NHL's Bermuda Triangle?
3: Yeah, you know, it, we're not. We're going to have a beautiful day. It's going to be about five degrees or more above zero. But nice. I was out this morning, as, as you know, and it was a little chilly. It was seven below. And so I put on the thick bunny hug. And uh, this one came from Ryan Leslie, so uh, our good friend Ryan Leslie. So it's comfy, and I'm going to enjoy it this morning.
2: Well, okay. And, uh, hey, I just want to say I'm repping Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. My good guy, Camco, over there at Bronco, and I know that I... Uh, I know that I look a little bit like a um, furnace or air conditioning repairman, and I'm, I'm here for it. So uh, Bronco, hello to the boys. They love the hockey talks. So we're going to be talking about that. But you know, it's interesting with daytime sports talk, it's afternoon out here on the East Coast. It's still people just waking up out on the West Coast. It's just interesting doing a national show time-wise. I had a lot of things that I wanted to get to, and, and I will, it's some point but you know things change as we go through the day there's breaking news today i will just the breaking news taylor hall has been uh fined five thousand dollars for his uh, sucker punch last night on the boston forward which we'll get to into in a moment but i just want to say daily south florida sports talk because it's a different world than not just what we're used to in western canada moose but quite frankly all of canada this morning i was at uh, brooklyn water bagel and there was a bunch of guys sitting around the table with white hair. And they had the New York Jewish accent going. And they were talking about Tiger Wood and uh, the Masters. And so I'm going to open before we go any further with the quick six show topics. This for the golf people that love the show before we get into the hockey and probably some football too. But Tiger Woods, it was the front cover of the paper, the newspaper. Those guys were reading it. And it said, Tiger, tease it up. And a photo of Tiger Woods, but it was tease as in teasing you. Tiger, tease it up. Yes. Tiger Woods flew to Augusta National on Tuesday, sparking even greater speculation the Masters next week could be his first time competing against the best since a car crash 14 months ago severely injured his right leg. Various plane tracking websites showed a Gulfstream registered to Tiger leaving South Florida at about 9 a.m., and the Twitter handle Eureka Earth showed the private jet on the runway at Augusta's regional airport. SI.com's Morning Read cited a source as saying Tiger was at Augusta National with his 12 year old son Charlie. Tiger's agent at XL Sports did not immediately respond to a voicemail for a comment. Tiger has not said anything publicly or even walked in a way that suggests he's ready to play in his first major. Uh, since the Masters, by the way, in November of 2020, you know, the COVID screwed up Masters, but speculation began to pick up when Phil Mickelson was removed from the list of players who plan to compete in the Masters, which starts April 7th. Tiger was still on the active, invited players list, and when asked a week ago for guidance on a decision, his agent said it was too early. So, you're more of a golf guy than me, you're going to be meeting with a golf guy this afternoon, and you know, in in the business realm, I'm... While I like golf, I'd rather watch it than play it. I get this is a big story. But what are the chances he just took his kid for... hit the driving range at Augusta? Is this much ado about nothing, or is it real?
3: Like, I don't think Tiger, a week before the Masters, is just going to take his kid for a stroll, you know, down the lane at Augusta, and uh, that's where he's choosing to go for a little round of golf or to hit the range. You know, there's more to it than that. He wants to go and play the course. I'm sure of it. He wants to go and see, you know, what he can do out there, how he's his body holds up to the demands of Augusta and uh, and the course. You know, he's not just rolling out there just for fun. Um, Tiger wants to know if he can play. You know, we've seen it in his eyes, you know, and we know that he's been in the accident and he's not going to be the 25-year-old Tiger that we fell in love with. But, you know, it, that... that That fire is going to be there. So if he has an opportunity, he feels good. He can go play 18, put a decent score up. Then he'll come back next week and compete. You know, he's got a, what, I'm pretty sure it's a lifetime um, entry into the Masters. So, uh, you know, if Tigers can, can play, he's going to play. I
2: see something's happened with my screen. It seems a little cloudy, so if that's a problem for everybody, just close your eyes and listen to Darren and my beautiful voices because I've been told by the viewers it's very soothing. And maybe the picture will come back. If it doesn't, um, I'm sure we'll all survive. And for our tech crew, the fastest pit crew in the business, although it seems to have come back, I think we might be okay, but we have to fix it in the break. We will. Uh, can we hit the quick six show horn, please? Directed <laughs> Thanks. So we opened with the NHL. Austin Matthews scored his league-leading 49th goal and had a helper as the Toronto Maple Leafs ended the Boston Bruins' four-game win streak with a 6-4 victory Tuesday night. The breaking news today, the NHL fined Bruins forward Taylor Hall $5,000 for roughing Leafs defenseman Ilya Labushkin during Toronto's victory. The incident occurred with less than five minutes to play in the second period when Hall appeared to punch Labushkin. In the side of the head. From behind. And then shoved him down to the ice. After the Leafs defenseman had first knocked him close to the boards. From the side. So I started a holy war on Twitter. Didn't really mean to. But I watched the clip. Gosh, I love NHL Network, by the way. I love it. And as I'm watching Taylor Hall come from behind and drill a sucker punch. Which, by the way, have you ever been sucker punched, Moose? Because I have. No. I both literally and figuratively I've been sucker punched. It doesn't feel real nice. And I'm like this reminds me a lot of Todd Bertuzzi and Steve Moore. So I awaited fully expecting a suspension for Taylor Hall today, and then I see a $5,000 fine come down the pipe from the NHL player safety, and I'm like, "What?" But as I've said many times, somehow you're going to need to find a way to word this properly on my tombstone. The one w- will be the size of the CN Tower. I know nothing. <laughs> Don't ask me about player safety in today's NHL. Because I, I thought we were doing this for the safety of players. That's kind of the idea. Steve Moore can't walk after what Bertuzzi did. And, you know, thank God Labushkin uh, can take a punch, if you will. Not to say that Steve Moore can't. But holy smokes. People are testy with what I said, comparing this to the Todd Bertuzzi sucker punch. Labushkin popped right up. Steve Moore did not. People are saying Bertuzzi's was premeditated, blah, blah, blah. Sucker punch is a sucker punch. I've received them. I've seen countless ones. Just because Labushkin got up doesn't make it less dirty. So the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, should Taylor Hall have been suspended? For his sucker punch on Labushkin, Ilya Labushkin, And over 70% of respondents on Twitter, the last I saw, said that indeed, Taylor Hall should be suspended for the sucker punch. Okay. I sit there and I watch Craig Button and all these guys that I love, and they say these things, Moose, if we can see Moose again, these cute little comments like, this is the kind of thing we don't want in the game anymore. So throw the book at the son of a gun. A five thousand dollar fine for that? I don't. I don't get it.
3: I know. It's. It's because it, it ended up being a fairly harmless play. I mean, yeah, he was he obviously shaken up, and you know, because he got up, we we tend to think that it wasn't so bad. But the act was the same, right? And because it's Taylor Hall, and it's not Donald Brashear. You know, when, when, or, um, when Taylor Hall goes in and does it, I mean, he's not a big, tough enforcer. His punch doesn't pack a lot of weight. So we tend to think it's not the same, but, you know, it looked very similar and uh, he's going to take a $5,000 fine and, and you move on. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, the hockey world's divided on this one for sure.
2: I don't get it. When they talk about plays they want out of the game, exhibit a that's textbook that's what they're showing in the summertime at league meetings we don't want this that was 1980s 1990s thursday you know not a big deal but now i don't think we want this anymore and i fine okay whatever uh james alstra is watching in manitoba he says rod you got roasted on twitter wow you're still our man here oh trust me i can handle it believe me i can handle it uh, so moving on, how are we doing for time? Yeah, Real good. In Pittsburgh, the Rangers were there, and Frank the Tank, Vetrano, and Braden Schneider, the pride of Prince Albert, scored less than five minutes apart in the second period. Chris Kreider added his 45th goal of the season, and the Rangers moved into second place in the Metropolitan Division with a 3-2 win over Pittsburgh. In Tampa, Steven Stamkos scored a power play goal 52 seconds into overtime and had two regulation assists as the Lightning beat Carolina 4-3. Alex Kalorn, Victor Hedman, and Braden Point also scored. And Vazzy made 16 saves for the Lightning. Uh, down here in Sunrise, Florida, Jonathan Huberdeau and Ryan Lomberg, the Lamborghini. Each had two goals and a helper to lead the Panthers past the Montreal Canadiens 7-4. Sam Bennett and Alex Barkov also added a goal and a helper for the Atlantic Division leaders who are tied with Carolina for the top playoff seed in the Eastern Conference. I wanted to spend more time on this game, but the Tiger thing came down and the Taylor Hall thing came down. I'll just say, Moose, it's my commentary today. If anybody wants to go read it at rodpeterson.com, two-time winner of Canada sports blog of the year. It was nice being in the den last night. You saw my video on my Instagram at uh, Rod Peterson Official. You saw my guy Storm and Norman serving up some brisket in the, uh, and tortellini in the media room. And hey, the NHL people, Moose, are now voting on our polls, by the way. They were voting on the Leafs and they're whining. They don't like the Final Four that you posted or wherever it came out, uh, because the Panthers weren't in it, they're all paying attention to the show and not necessarily agreeing with what we say. I think you would say that's a good thing overall. It's a great
3: thing. Absolutely. So it's great. We want more people paying attention. I don't know if you saw all the comments. I know you've got your top five, bottom five, but there was a string of comments, people uh, weighing in on their opinions. So it's good to see the hockey people are awake and uh, catching on to what we're doing every day. Uh, I heard
2: from the Vegas Golden Knights too. They're not happy
3: (laughs) that they were ignored
2: uh, for the conference finals. I didn't respond. They're
3: not in the playoff spot, are they?
2: Yeah, 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 get into the playoffs first and then we'll talk. Um, Now, let's hear from you, everybody. Let's hear from you in the chat, 902 text line. Jason in Red Deer says Taylor Hall probably made more money in the five-second skirmish that followed than he was fined. And $5,000 is nothing. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. No, John, John Ohm in Winnipeg. Ohm says a 5000 fine should have been a $50,000 fine, but it's not. That was the maximum allowable fine. Yeah. Uh, Phil on YouTube says Taylor Hall was channeling his inner Will Smith. Can you believe they're still talking about that? I know. It's insane. We're nowhere near a a resolution to whether it was real or not. Do you still think that it was real? I've never thought it was real. Yeah, I do. You still think it's real? Yeah, I do. Okay. We'll agree to disagree, but that's also fine. We're only, by the way, on point one the quick six show topics, so we're uh, this is going to carry over into point two and we got a lot of fun things to get to there believe me but continuing on with uh, tuesday nhl leftovers valerie nichushkin scored twice and darcy kemper stopped 44 shots as colorado edge calgary 2-1 in a matchup of western conference division leaders central division leading colorado won the season series 2-1 the Avs did so without nathan mckinnon who was out with a lower body injury Tyler Toffoli scored for the Pacific Division leading Calgary Flames. Jacob Markstrom. Markey, as they call him, stopped 28. Our top five, bottom five are coming up. We'll see if those teams are in them. Uh, In Columbus, Brock Nelson scored his career-high 32nd goal. Semyon Varlamov made 42 saves, and the Islanders held off Columbus 4-3. In St. Paul, the Flower made 32 saves and won his second straight start for many, which extended their win streak to seven games with a 4-1 victory over Philly. Look out, Flower Power is back. He was smiling like a butcher's dog. I don't know if you saw the post-game interviews with him. It was just so nice to see him happy. Sometimes a change of scenery makes you happy. You know what I mean? I don't know what happened with Anaheim, but Rupe Hintz and Jacob Peterson scored in the third period to help Dallas rally for a 3-2 win over the Ducks. Record-wise, they're one of the worst teams in the Western Conference. What the hell happened? In Nashville, Michael McCarron scored twice, and Juicy Soros made 36 saves as Nashville beat Ottawa 4-1. Tanner Janot, what do you know, and Matt Duchesne also scored for the Preds. Uh, that is our skate through the NHL with the Tuesday leftovers. When we come back, top five, bottom five, I want to talk more from the NHL meetings, the GM meetings, the NFL meetings. I got a slew of NFL notes. We may or may not talk about Victor Qui, the Edmonton Elks president. He might have some thoughts on the fact that the CFL released, I think it's their first preliminary power rankings just this morning. I don't know if you saw them, but the Edmonton Elks are ranked dead last in the power rankings. So we could kick that around too. On the way, Peter Labardius and Jim Lang. This is the warm-up and you're watching the RP show on the Game Plus Television Network. Live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio streaming at rodpeterson.com.
1: Head to youtube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
2: So great to have you aboard on this Wednesday, March the 30th. And for our friend Wayne in Victoria, B.C., who's way out on the West Coast... It is 27 degrees Celsius today. It bothered me all day that I smack-talked him yesterday, Darren, when he he didn't hear. I was saying 31 degrees Celsius. All he heard was 1 degree Celsius. (laughs) So uh, there's your weather report from uh, the East Coast down here in South Florida. 27 degrees Celsius today. That's the hottest it's going to get is right now, Moose. Uh, But tomorrow, 31 Celsius, so that's exciting. Um, hey, before we go any further, the CFL power rankings have come out. So this is going to be the hook to keep them until the end of this segment. I'm just going to say what they are. Number one, number one, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. It's breaking news today. The CFL power rankings have been released by the CFL.ca writers. Uh, by the way, I was the original CFL.ca writer. Number one, first guy I'd ever write for the website was right here, this guy. Number one, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Number two, Hamilton Tiger Cats. Number three, Tarana Argonauts. Number four, Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Number five, Montreal Alouettes. Number six, Calgary Stampeders. Number seven, Ottawa Red Blacks. Number eight, BC Lions. And number nine, the Edmonton Elks.
1: How about that?
2: And I'll just say, for those that haven't heard what we're hearing, is that Victor Kui is the business version of Chris Jones. So we're all wondering, how is this going to work? We all agree, it's going to go one of two ways, and most think that it's going to be two fireballs forming to be one and And they're going to win a great cup in the first year. We'll come back on that, Moose. Guys, if you're ready, the NHL top five, bottom five, because everybody loves it as- by your host of the show the number one team in the national hockey league is the colorado avalanche and they proved it last night by virtue of their 2-1 win i would say at calgary first team to 100 points this year they are officially your stanley cup favorite bet regal would even tell you that our exclusive betting partner the number two team is the florida panthers i witnessed them firsthand last night they good Highest scoring team in the NHL, too, by the way. The third best team in the NHL is the Carolina Hurricanes, who are actually tied with Florida. That's pretty good. Fourth best team, the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're still Tampa Bay until we're otherwise noted. They're still the Lightning. And the fifth best team, the Calgary Flames. They made it into our top five. They're just too good to ignore, but they got some things to work out before the playoffs. The bottom five. National Hockey League, here we go. The 28th team in the NHL is the Philadelphia Flyers. There's no excuse why they're this bad. The 29th team in the NHL, the Chicago Blackhawks, they've sold off their valuables. Let's just get this season over. 30th team, the Montreal Canadiens. I watched them last night. They're one of the youngest teams in the NHL. They look like an American Hockey League team. But Marty Saint-Louis is encouraging them to go out and make their mistakes, make a thousand of them that's the only way you're gonna learn they're gonna be good and I just can't bear to put them last 31st team the Seattle Kraken at least they sell lots of jerseys and the 32nd team in the NHL is the Arizona Coyotes 47 points are an NHL worst
1: oh no
2: wrapped it all up for you Moose pretty fast right there Uh, the NHL top 5 bottom Uh, 5 agree or disagree
3: no, I think it's pretty good. You know, Minnesota's won seven in a row, so I'd probably give them an honorable mention. Pittsburgh has been rolling, and the Rangers too. So those are kind of three teams that are probably, for me, right on the bubble of being in there, if not, if not in there. So, no, I like it. It's good.
2: Um, in the chat, checking out in the chat, uh, John, I got I to advise John Kirby and Edmonton to just back away from the keyboard. You don't see the comments, but I do, and Clark does. For two solid days, he's been on this. And John, today, he's asked a few times, what do you think hockey players from North America not being able to go to the World Cup of Hockey in 2024? John, nobody cares. Stop asking. You've got it wrong, by the way. They're not going to do it by continent. They're going to do it by country. So you've stop asking, please, about the World Cup in 2024. I'm worried about this afternoon, not what's going to happen in 2024 World Cup. Please, I love you, but stop asking. BW regarding uh, in Edmonton watching regarding the Taylor Hall uh, fine today five thousand dollars for his sucker punch on Labushkin. BW says uh, Steve Moore was chopping the Vancouver Canucks captain so much you could build a log cabin cabin down by the river. Bertuzzi was wrong for the record. Waiting till you get Steve Moore in the corner and pound him. I don't know what BW is even talking about. A sucker punch is a sucker punch, and as if you go in and check our Twitter. Some guy DM'd us the NHL rulebook that says, if there's a sucker punch, you will automatically be assessed a match penalty. That didn't happen last night. Taylor Hall got a two-minute minor for roughing. That's it. So they botched the call from the jump. And I'm sitting here wondering why I'm even talking about it because, again, I can't figure out. They, they literally spin a wheel. Wouldn't you like to get into George Paris' office and just have a look at that wheel that they spinned? to decide what the punishment's going to be on a daily basis
3: really feels like it sometimes we just we don't know right and you know largely you think that we've been around the game a long time and, and not even us but you know some other people in, in hockey that have been around a long time can't predict what the punishments are going to be for some of these incidents so it becomes really difficult to predict and uh yeah, this one was, was interesting. I thought for sure there'd be a game or two, but it's just a fine. You're supposed to get a match for a sucker
2: punch, and he didn't get that. And uh, over 70% last I saw respondents to our poll are saying, yeah, he should have been suspended. So I, 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 I don't get it. Hussey's Huddle, a wonderful football podcast. Hussey's Huddle is watching and says, as a Red Wings fan, I think they deserve to be bottom five with how they've played lately. It's going to be tough to do a top, well, a bottom five in the month ahead for the end of the regular season because we're getting into meaningless games. And you're going to get your call-ups for the American Hockey League and the ECHL and probably junior. Wouldn't that be something if Connor Bedard could get called up? He just didn't have a team to I go know. To. He's not drafted by anybody He's yet. Uh, Sebastian Jersey watching on YouTube. New viewer, says the New York Rangers deserve a lot more love. Hey, brother, I get it. They've been in my top five the last two weeks, and I was soundly criticized for that. You just keep coming back, as we say in the recovery world. We'll keep coming back. I've had the Rangers in the last two weeks. You know, we can't please everybody, but this is what I love when I walk into these media rooms in, the, uh, in Sunrise, Florida, or the Saddle Dome, or wherever we, we may find ourselves. It's the guys that come up and start shaking their finger. Uh, I didn't see our team in the top five. Yeah, I love that because it just tells me that they're paying attention to what we're doing on a week-by-week basis. Yeah. I love it so much.
3: Um, I'll get and to the you CFL did call New rankings. York your dark horse me. to win. You called your New York the dark horse to win the cup.
2: So yeah, Sebastian. Sure is that. Go, go back and look at last Wednesday's show. I said the Rangers are officially the East Conference dark horse. And the St. Louis Blues are the West Conference Dark Horse. Isn't that what I said, the Blues, or did I say the L.A. Kings? I can't remember. You said the Blues, yes, this week, yeah. Okay. Um, Before I continue on with our notes in the quick six, we're we're doing some off-roading here today. Uh, I hope that's okay. I knew that we were going to have a lot of fun because there's a lot of things to talk about today. And we're all over the road. But I said to Moose this morning, here's what I would like to do this summer, if I have any opinion on the show that's called The Rod Peterson Show, the guys that have meetings planning for the show without me. I said, I would like to go to the Centennial Cup in Estevan for the National Junior A, and we're doing that. And then I said, I'd like to go to the Memorial Cup in St. John, New Brunswick, if that's at all possible in June. Then I would like to go to Touchdown Atlantic do the show from there. We're already contractually obliged to be at the Calgary Stampede. That's going to be fun. And then August, the World Juniors. So, yeah. Can you get on a moose? Working on it. <laughs> Good. John Massey. Here's this guy. I'm in such a great mood that I'm not going to let people like him get under my skin. John Massey has found us. He's uh, he's a uh, he comes after me on Twitter quite regularly. He says, the Oilers deserve more love. It's cool to hate the Oilers, ain't it, Rod? I'm not biting, John. You want to get into a fight? I'm not doing it. He's similar to Jeff the Stamps fan. Um, you're not going to put the Oilers in the top five. You're not going to put the Oilers in the bottom five. They are a middling team. That's all I'll say, but nice try, John. I, impressive. Moving on to point. For NHL GM meetings, uh, Moose, Nikita Kucherov was happy to be the villain last summer. The After his Tampa Bay Lightning hoisted the Stanley Cup for a second straight season, the star winger sported a t-shirt with the slogan, 18 million over the cap. In response to criticism, the team had unfairly gamed the NHL salary cap system. Tampa was salary cap compliant during the regular season, but that threshold doesn't apply during the playoffs. When rosters expand, Kucherov, who was on long-term injured reserve for the duration of the league's 56-game campaign, would go on to put up 32 points in 23 playoff games. You hear that? Carolina defenseman Dougie Hamilton said after the Hurricanes were eliminated by Tampa in the second round, quote, we had a great season. We lost to a team that's $18 million over the cap, unquote stretching the salary cap into the playoffs was one of the subjects touched on by the NHL's 32 general managers at this week's annual meetings in Florida, but that's as far as things went. And I'm going to move on to the football stuff for the football people that are watching, Moose. So there's that. We talked about it, but we're not going to change anything. Tampa literally hoodwinked the entire NHL. And good for them. Julian Breezebois, the general manager. Unbelievable. To football, .5. Palm Beach, Florida, just north of here where the meetings are going on. The NFL has adjusted its overtime rules only for the postseason, though. We talked about this at length yesterday. NFL changing the sometimes controversial overtime rule to guarantee each side gets the ball in the playoffs. In other news, Roger Goodell, the commissioner, concluded the meetings by urging caution regarding the Deshaun Watson situation in the NFL's investigation. The quarterback, who did not play for Houston at all last year after 22 women accused him of sexual misconduct, will not be indicted on criminal charges. Now, with the Cleveland Browns after a trade, Watson still faces civil lawsuits. Uh, Goodell says a a discipline officer jointly appointed by the league and players of union would make the determination on the discipline for him. And Goodell said also, if the league discovers a violation in Dolphins owner Stephen Ross's conduct regarding the integrity of the game... The information will be released publicly. Former Dolphins coach Brian Flores has sued the NFL and three teams claiming racist hiring practice and also accused the owner of the Dolphins, his former boss, of offering him a bonus to lose games in 2019, something the owner has vigorously denied. And the Baltimore Ravens have signed coach John Harbaugh to a three-year contract extension through 2025. They were 8-9 and nine last year. It was only the second losing record of uh, John Harbaugh's tenure in Baltimore. So that's what's coming out of the NFL. Mushi got a minute
3: for all of that. It's a lot, you know, it kind of feels like the dolphins in the tanking situation have kind of gone to bed a little bit. and We hadn't heard from it. So it'll be interesting to see where that comes out, where the NFL decides to go with Deshaun Watson. If there'll be any discipline, you know, wouldn't that be something if the Browns traded for him and then he got disciplined by the league and had to sit out a bunch of games. But, uh, you know, I think it's probably all going to be fine. And, uh, um, if he's been cleared by the courts, he'll be cleared by the league. I'm sure.
2: I'm I'm with you on that. I guess in the time that we do have left, do you have any thoughts on those CFL power rankings that came down? Everybody seemed to enjoy those.
3: Thirty seconds, you got. It. I know. It's so weird seeing Calgary in the bottom half of the league, you know, and not just stapled or glued to the top two or three spots in the power rankings. That's probably the craziest. And then Chris Jones in last place. That's all you need is to tell him he can't get it done and uh, look out for Edmonton. See you in hour two.
2: See you then. We're going to Calgary next with Lou. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network available all across Alberta and BC on TELUS Optic Cable. Also live streaming on YouTube. And if you missed any portion of the show, you can always catch it wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify.
1: Head to youtube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
2: Here we go. They're basking today here in South Florida in the Panthers' big win last night over the Montreal Canadiens 7-4 in FLA Live Arena. And the wonderful thing about daytime sports talk is that we have breaking news. Breaking news today. The NHL find Boston Bruins forward Taylor Hall, $5,000 for roughing Maple Leafs defenseman Ilya Labushkin during Toronto's 6-4 victory over Boston on Tuesday. So before we get to the Flames game last night against Colorado, let's open it up with Peter Labardius, fan 960, Flames Radio Color Man, looking amazing today, by the way, Lubo. Thank you for joining us. Um, fine, did they get it right or should it be more And in terms of a suspension, do you think?
0: Well, I only had an opportunity, Roddy, to look at it a couple of times. Um, These things are always so hard to judge. Player safety, those decisions, yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I think it always, for me, comes down to um, previous offenses, how long a player potentially might be out these you know these things happen almost virtually every night so i'm i'm okay with it i'm okay with
2: it. Fair, fair well i'm i thought he should have been suspended it was a clear sucker punch was my take on that maybe comparing it to todd bertuzzi and steve moore is a little bit of a stretch which i did earlier but hey again like you say it's all subjective um, so Valerie Nachushkin scored twice, and Darcy Kemper made 44 saves as the Colorado Avalanche edged the Flames 2-1 last night in the Saddledome. Obviously, I'm in South Florida. I didn't hear the buildup in Calgary. Was that a playoff preview thing you guys were hyping up? You know, get, take me inside the mood last night.
0: Well, Rod, it was such an emotional game here on Saturday and what, Brad Treleving would refer to and now I've tried to adopt it as a unicorn. That 9-5 game and the atmosphere here was as good as I've seen for a long, long time in their wild win over the Oilers. So it certainly didn't have that kind of feel uh, or excitement level. People have really enjoyed the three games between, you know, the top two teams, I guess you can say, in the Western Conference, good hockey game. Um, you know, the Flames had more than enough opportunities to win it. I don't think they um got as many quality opportunities as they would have liked. They could have made Darcy Kemper's life a little bit more difficult. But, you know, Rod, the interesting story about last night, and really the last two games, is I don't know if people would realize this on the outside, but prior to the last two games, the Calgary Flames had given up five home goals while penalty killing five all season long they were at over 94 percent well last night nichushkin scored both those goals on the power play and the oilers despite scoring three power play goals on saturday so the flames have given up five power play goals in two nights that's all they'd given up in their first 32 home games of the season so um, it was an enjoyable game. The Avs, obviously, without Nathan McKinnon, they're very worried about a broken finger, a broken hand, as a result of the fight that he was involved with on Sunday evening against Matt Dumba of the Minnesota Wild. But good game. And, yeah, we, I mean, it gets built up the better you can. Probably would have been a little better, Roddy, if it didn't follow what happened here Saturday.
2: Well, tell, tell me about what happened Saturday, because, again, I'm in South Florida. I wake up Sunday morning and go, 9-5? It sounds like it was a lot of fun, Lou.
0: It was, um, I have not heard, and, and Roddy, you've been in our building quite a bit this year. Uh, I have not heard the building like that for two or three years. Uh, It had incredible buzz even an hour before the game. Needless to say, there's no shortage of Oilers fans that either make the track or, more importantly, even live in Calgary. Um, The fans were at one another. Um, It was... I I remarked at 3-2 late in the first to Derek. I said, it might be 9-8 tonight. Because it did have that feel. It was like... Almost everything was gonna go in, and and I wouldn't the crazy thing about the game was yes, you know, the Oilers used both their goalies. Did they get very many big saves? No. But the Oilers' defense was just like Rod, when was the last time a team gave up nine even strength goals? Nine Calgary was <laughs> 0 for 4 on the power play. Nine and you you know Gaudreau and company had a great night and and the crazy thing about the game for me um because in this day and age way more so in my current role and i think it's how i look at the game all around i felt myself going back and forth between this is unbelievable and part of me actually didn't love it because i had great anticipation of kind of a more hard fought 4-3 kind of game you know than this game that could have been played at lake louise um but it was it was unique it was incredible people are obviously still buzzing about it (laughs) uh, there wasn't a lot of checking from the guys in white on that particular night
2: oh lou man you're making me smile i don't even see a shift Uh, And by the way, you talk about your broadcast crew. I don't know if you ever get tired, Lou, but my God, I spent seven, eight weeks there in Calgary. You guys are always on the radio. Good for you, man. Uh, But I know you're having fun, but it's a lot of work. I hope they realize what they have in you guys. And by the way, I just perused, if the playoffs started today, it's the Flames and the Blues. How would you feel about that matchup in round one?
0: Tough. Tough. Hard, heavy team experience, know how to play, know how to win. Um, I think it'd be a heck of a series. We'll see. There's still a long way to go until we get to early May and the start of the playoffs. Broad, you know, regardless, I think the Flames are going to win the Pacific Division. Um, They're going to be first. They're going to get a very, very tough opponent in round one. Um, And it will. It will not be easy. I, there's, there's no one opponent that I could look at right now and say, well, I think the Flames will be heavily favored. Not in my mind. And, and not in my mind, not because I don't think this team could have a deep run. It's the best Calgary Flames team I've seen since I've been in the city, and I've been here now for a long, long time. But until you get over They're- at that time of year, you're not over.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hey, I get it. They're they're sure fun to watch. They sure seem to have a lot of character. And, Lou, for our sake and your sake, I hope it's a Flames. But, yeah, great team with a wonderful coach. Um, But I hope it's a Flames-Panthers-Stanley Cup final. That would be amazing for this show and yourself. But we're also going to be in Estevan May 20th to the 29th for the Centennial Cup. So, Lou, if for whatever reason you're not broadcasting then, If the Flames should uh, not make it that far, I hope to see you out there. Uh, Because, as you know, Tower Pizza is king. And it's going to be a great time down there in Esteban.
0: Uh, You know, Rod, um, I will get there. I will get there. I'm not going to tell you how many days I'll be able to do it. But I have every intention of getting back there for at least a day or two um i think anybody who knows me at all that's where the journey began um it's been a long time since i've been there it's it's really special i know that there's a lot of you know former players from even my era heading back um i i really want to find a way to go desperately if at all possible
2: Well, we'll be there for sure. We'll keep a spot warm for you, Lou. Hey, let the good times roll. We'll see you soon. Thanks for the time, buddy.
0: Okay. Have a great time. And it's too bad the weather stinks there. (laughs) Of course. Yeah, down
2: to 27 (laughs) today. Uh, Our good friend, Peter Labardius, one of the great ones, Lou, joining us from the Saddle Dome. I can answer some of your questions, folks, uh, regarding the NHL. We'll do it when we come back for viewer takeover for taco time you're watching the rp show on the game plus tv network again available all across alberta and bc carried by telus optic cable also live streaming on youtube and 24-hour streaming sports audio at RodPeterson.com.
1: have you subscribed to the rod peterson show youtube channel yet head to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now
2: Yes, as Lou pointed out, a very beautiful day down here in South Florida. They all are. And uh, before we get to viewer takeover, I guess in a way we are. You can always write into our website, by the way, at rodpeterson.com. I don't see them. They get sent to Morgan, and she forwards them to me. But uh, Glendon out in Newfoundland writes and says, Hey, my number on Twitter is Dusty. My handle is at Dusty Trout. I do sports betting picks. Just wanted to say, I just came across the show on Game Plus TV last week. Great show. I now have it on when I'm doing my research. Ha ha. Keep up the great work. Trust the dust. <laughs> uh, Glendon is the real name, but Dusty is the nickname. And I had just mentioned that, you know, I would like to go to the Memorial Cup in St. John Noon, Brunswick, if Moose could make it happen. And uh, Dusty's out watching. He says, I'm in St. John's. Let's let's meet up, bro. So, as you all know, I love my junior hockey. And I'm hoping we can find a way to make it happen for the Memorial Cup. A sports update. The Montreal Alliance of the Canadian Elite Basketball League announcing they have signed American small forward Dominic Green for the 2022 season. The six foot six American currently completing this season in the German Pro-A League with the Sparkassen Stars. And the Niagara River Lions announced today the signing of Olu Ashiwalu. The 6 foot 7 forward returns to Niagara for this CEBL season after a successful season playing with the Alaska Aces of the Philippine Basketball Association. The Canadian men's soccer team's in action again tonight looking to wrap up their World Cup qualifying campaign against Panama. With a berth in Qatar 2022 already secured, the Canadian men are looking to finish first in CONCACAF qualifying and earn valuable FIFA ranking points that could help in Friday's World Cup draw. Sounds like a whole lot of um, Formula One stuff to me, doesn't it? We're getting into all of it. This sports update is for Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games for the Tap, Brewhouse, and uh, drive through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Sliding into the chat, we got a few uh, comments here from the viewers. Tacona in Winnipeg says, hey, Rod, CHL top 10, ice, ice, baby. Are they going to be number one? I haven't seen the rankings yet. I'm waiting for them to come out. The only guy that sends them to me is Brian Munns, the voice of the Winnipeg Ice in his blanket news release that he sends out. I haven't seen them unless you have, Clark. I don't know. I haven't seen the, the rankings. They usually come out today. Um. Yeah, CHL rankings. Clark's talking to me. You do have them? Okay, if you want to pull them up if we, in the minute that we have left, I would be... Okay, hour two. Hold on to your bingo cards, everybody. We'll push that to hour two. And we'll look at tonight's featured games. I want to mention, too, by the way, Taco Time back on board. Choo-choo. I don't ever want to take this thing off. Last minute of play in hour one. Last minute of play. I don't ever want to take this thing off. Taco Time is back over 120 locations across Canada. There's always one near you. And all of their ingredients 100% sourced in Canada. Love us some Taco Time. Todd Pinckney was wondering what's the turnaround in Johnny Gaudreau's play. Two words, Daryl Sutter. Four words, Jolly Rancher. Um, we'll get into those CFL power rankings people want to talk about those too Ted in uh, Winnipeg he says all CFL teams all CFL teams should realize that light at the end of the tunnel is the Edmonton Elks train coming fast go Riders what stick around everybody after this break
1: head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson show now You gotta subscribe! Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed! For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.